0: Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to episode 11 of Gutted! So I am delighted to welcome Annika Nadran to Gutted today. Annika is um, 21 years old and she's had psoriasis for a relatively short period of time, um, a year and five months, um, so it was a pretty new diagnosis, but she says the onset was pretty aggressive and unforgiving. She tried lots of different treatments uh, that really didn't work for her, including topical steroid creams, cold tar soaps and shampoos. Uh, medicated shampoos and things like antifungal medication and moisturising wraps and in desperation at the state of her skin and determined that she was not going to be on steroid creams and medication for the rest of her life she started to look for alternatives And welcome to Gutted, Annika. It's so great to have you here. Um, So tell us a little bit about your story and why you decided to try diet and lifestyle intervention for psoriasis.
1: Hi Leanne, thank you so much for having me as well. I'm really, really happy to be here and talk to everyone about my story. So yeah, really thank you for this opportunity. If I talk about my diet, oh, where do I actually begin? <laughs> <laughs> where do you start? I know, it's always quite hard, isn't it? Um,
0: <laughs> start, up, Just start at the beginning, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think in terms of what really pushed me towards um, diet and lifestyle changes was just literally the sheer desperation and the state of my skin mm-hmm. at the time. Um, I think, you know, of course, being a 19-year-old girl, um, the of being on medication or being on steroid creams or just being on any form of medication to do my skin for the rest of, of my life was actually yeah. really daunting. Mm-hmm. And it's, that really scared me. And just being in second year of my university when psoriasis appeared, my first forms of psoriasis appeared, um, I just felt just so young and I was like, I don't want to leave my life like this. I, no. This is not to leave my life. So that's when I started to look for more natural alternatives. Mm-hmm that's when I became exposed to the amazing people on Instagram, the psoriasis Mm -hmm. community and following amazing warriors who battled the same condition. Um, That just made me feel like I really wasn't alone and that was just the kickstart start that really helped me to really find myself again and just really feel confident in my skin again. Yeah
0: Um, so when, so you said you were diagnosed maybe like a year and a half ago is that right so so how long did you try like steroid creams and I know you'd mentioned some of the other th- things that you tried like kind of topical treatments and cold tar treatments and stuff how long did you try these before you kind of so, thought
1: you'd try I, something else yeah, no, no. so I first was diagnosed in April 2019 but I wasn't diagnosed with psoriasis at first I was diagnosed okay. with um dermatitis so mm-hmm. I was back and forth with the doctors for ages just actually figuring out what was going on with me because yeah, um yeah. my psoriasis was quite unusual actually it first appeared on my face and that doesn't that's not really like common for psoriasis it's usually like in the joints elbows knees so um or the scalp so yeah. we were all kind of confused of what it was so I was trying medications for anti-fungus um there's these different tablets that weren't actually for psoriasis so i had a couple of months trying out these that weren't really treating it because it wasn't right for the for, for psoriasis yeah. yeah and it was not until i saw a dermatologist then i was put on um the steroid queen's for psoriasis mm-hmm. and then i tried that i've been u- i'd been using that all the way from let's say june time all the way until october when i had the biggest flare-up the, which was mm-hmm. oh yeah 18 Covered then. Um, Sorry, then, I missed that. How much of your body was covered? It was about eighty percent. Oh so my to, goodness! It was, oh yeah, it wow! Was an absolutely crazy time, oh. and it so fast as well. But it was at that point I was like, "That's it. I need to start changing my lifestyle, my diet, because I did not want really use steroid creams anymore that weren't really working for me." Yeah. It was up until that point where I was like, "Okay, now I need to change my diet." <laughs>
0: Yeah. And was there anything that you can remember specifically that kind of led up to psoriasis starting? Like, you know, I know for a lot, like there's like stressful events or like throat infections, or like I had quite a lot of antibiotics myself for throat infections um, and, you know, was kind of starting to eat quite unhealthy foods and like all these kind of things, like leading up to being diagnosed. Was there something like that for you, like a specific trigger or?
1: triggers that I've been deliberating this actually um for a while now but I do think it was the university lifestyle that I was leading yeah. um yeah in combination of that I've also had been on strong antibiotics before um for mm. my acne so I'd been on <laughs> Roaccutane yeah. um quite a harsh medication I had that uh-huh. in twenty around 2018 2017 okay so with with acne I had tried lots of different antibiotics as mm-hmm. well Mm-hmm. a lot of different cream so um from research I've done of course that leads to something called leaky gut so mm-hmm. um having done research around that that really allowed me to understand actually what was going on inside my body because of course as you probably know when you go to doctors they say you know they don't know the cause of psoriasis so and yeah. that was good for me so yeah <laughs> <laughs> I do think it is that that in combination with you know poor lifestyle poor habits I was severely underweight um mm-hmm. I uh, wasn't eating right and alcohol yeah and yeah really bad lifestyle and on top of stress as well so mm-hmm. um I think that all was a trigger for me okay yeah no that makes sense so so, you found some people
0: online, like tell us a bit about that story. Like, um, I know you've followed kind of different um, kind of protocol online, and yeah, tell us about um,
1: that. The, the first people that I came across was the likes of Hannes. I was just really amazed at and inspired by the life changing stories and recoveries that um, I was seeing just from simple changes of diet and lifestyle. And that really just spurred me on to. doing deeper research into that and the likes of Dr Pagano and then um, really just understanding what was going on inside my body I think that was the main thing that I needed to understand because I didn't want to accept that this was incurable or um, this was there was no um, definition to why psoriasis occurs Um, I think once I understood like these terminologies it really allowed me to like implement these changes in my life Mm -hmm. and from now on I wouldn't really ever go back to my old lifestyle ever it really is a complete change it's like not not a quick fix at all um I think going back and forth for ages just trying different diets you know trying celery juice lemon water and these are protocols that work for me now but it just took a while for me to actually work out what works for me and what doesn't because that's different for everyone and that's what have come to realize now it really is a trial and error um and even like a year and a half later now i'm still try- trialing things because mm-hmm. although my skin's not 100% it is so much better and it has come a long way um well let me I- tell you
0: you you're doing an amazing job like it took me 18 years to get to that point so, so. there was a lot of trial and error and a lot of um yeah testing mm-hmm. diet trying things but um, you know it took me a heck of a lot longer so you're in a great place you really are and I think like listening to you I think that mindset piece is so key and so important because that's something that really shifted for me is even though I'd had the condition to a kind of moderate and um, to severe extent for 18 years I was adamant that this was not going to be incurable that I was not going to be on these treatments for the rest of my life you know just a lot of the things you're talking about there it's like a real it was a real mindset shift for me Um, and so many things that I've understood now about psoriasis like there's a lot of conversation about it being autoimmune Mm
1: -hmm. um,
0: but actually like no autoantigen has ever been discovered um, and that's in like the kind of global report for psoriasis so you know there's not a lot of evidence to suggest that it is autoimmune um, but also we know a lot more about um, like you know the microbiome and gut bacteria and all the kind of things that protect our our mucus lining and our um, you know are basically the leaky gut element so the intestinal permeability we know so much more about that now and um, I think understanding these things um, really helped me to shift my mindset and realise actually um, I've kind of, because for 18 years I kind of accepted maybe that this was autoimmune and it was, you know, genetic and incurable. And I think actually the more that I understood and learned about the condition, the more I realised that I mean, diet and lifestyle and all these things have such a huge impact on the condition um, and really they are the only way to kind of really control it and get it under control so tell me a little bit about the kind of things that you did then you talked about lemon juice which is something I did actually as well um and celery juice and you know did you do like green smoothies or were there specific things that you cut
1: out or you added in so um I think I started to feel real change um in my skin when I went on a more plant-based diet yeah so I started to consume more whole foods you know, really the fresh raw raw fruit and vegetables and I think the most important thing out of that was really listening to my body especially mm. when I mm. ate something say if I had had gluten or dairy um I felt I felt different in my body I felt like my body couldn't digest it I had bloating mm. I had fatigue like all these other symptoms which just shows that you know your body isn't able to digest these foods yeah um and in that sense really give my liver a break from doing that um, and instead replace it with uh, green juices and green smoothies like you say like every so right now my protocol is in the morning I always have a litre of water when I wake up mm. um that'd be lemon water or like hot lemon water just to like really um hydrate your body and just flush out yeah, yeah, yeah. and then um I'll have my celery juice as well so I've got my whole family on on that coast <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it actually has made not even like just my skin it just makes me feel better within myself as well um in terms of like looking a little bit more radiant as well Mm. see like these little differences um Mm. so in terms of my diet and and also I make sure I have at least like a a big green salad a day Mm. um some veggies sweet potato carrots and just like experiment with lots of different foods actually you know it doesn't have to be boring so yeah yeah add a few things in and see literally um and then on top of that I've implemented things to help reduce stress as well okay. so I think that is um also a big factor that's helped me a lot you know yoga meditation yeah uh, breathing exercises you know, these little really? things that actually really help and from that I've actually gained quite a few hobbies like before I couldn't cook at all so <laughs> the past like five six months or so, I've um, been sharing my recipes online and the things that I've really? used that really awesome. and I, I couldn't cook for, at all before <laughs> <laughs> that, so you've finding a new talent and new skill <laughs> that's one positive thing that's come out of it and also I'm really into the gym and stuff now so I really? do go like, yeah bad. I do give three four times a week now which is wow. like ever and actually on top of that I've gained a healthy amount of weight so I just feel yeah. a lot stronger and a lot happier in myself and yeah. um that wouldn't have happened if I, if I didn't have psoriasis so mm. look at it in a positive way like that so definitely it yeah, really helped me so what other
0: things so you talked about gluten um and I'm very similar with gluten actually and I've I've tried to reintrodu- reintroduce it once my skin improved like um and I can still have it it doesn't seem to really impact my skin now but I do get bloated I do get really lethargic if I have it regularly um, and I get quite achy joints and things like that and um, so I feel I just feel better for not having it in my diet now um, but I wondered how you were with dairy do you have
1: any dairy now or do you find is okay for you or I think dairy is probably one of my biggest culprit I, 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 yeah. yeah literally I cut dairy even when I had acne mm. and it, I, I think that's what what was one of the triggers with my skin condition was dairy more so than gluten I'm exactly like you with gluten like I can mm-hmm. have it here and there yeah of I have it in moderation but it doesn't affect my skin as much as it mm-hmm. used to mm-hmm. um with dairy I haven't even tried to bring it back in because I just I yeah. don't want to be part of my lifestyle anymore and do you know what there's so many alternatives now yeah. there's so many different alternatives with um dairy and mm-hmm. even with like, plant-based food there's so much variety Mm -hmm. you don't really miss it and I don't miss it at all um Mm -hmm. yeah with with, in terms of that and then uh, there's also nightshade vegetables I know a lot of people Mm -hmm. avoid that with psoriasis Mm -hmm. um I don't have tomatoes or peppers but Mm -hmm. um white potato in moderation so I find that doesn't flare my skin up but as I said before it is like trial and error so um Quite reluctant to introduce foods back in. Just because you don't want to. Don't <laughs> I know it's a bit nerve wracking, isn't it? <laughs> when you've seen such
0: success, I was the same as you. Like I, so I cut out all night shades I did a kind of like three month protocol when I cleared my skin, um, and I cut out anything like that, like all night shades uh, like gluten, dairy, all these kind of things. But um, I mean, my diet now is probably a lot more mixed. Um, I will have gluten, but just not certainly not like one day after another um I'll only have I'll have a bit of cheese but I don't have like milk or cream I find them very. my skin's very reactive to milk cream even yogurt actually which is is you know good for probiotics and things like that but actually for my skin it's just not just doesn't work well um and yeah like the nightshade ones were funny because i cut them all out but then i have reintroduced them back in and i will have potatoes i will have tomatoes Um i don't have them in excess but i will have them now and i don't seem i don't see any impact with my skin which is quite good but i think just initially bringing them back in is quite terrifying because <laughs> you're like you don't want to have a flare or
1: something no i used to be quite strict with it you know looking at ingredients like yeah fasting, like,
0: yeah
1: and <laughs> now I'm a little bit more lenient like that like i wouldn't go and have a whole tomato like raw tomato mm-hmm. but um if it was in, an ingredient in like a recipe or something um i wouldn't try and completely avoid it so yeah i think it is like as you said just try just introducing it back in slowly to see if it does react or not having it every day just be having it in moderation um i think finding a balance with that can be difficult but yeah over time that you you learn to you know deal with in a sense or you learn to um live with so but it is it's so many alternatives now it isn't something that you really miss so in terms of like the nightshades and stuff like that um isn't something that I completely miss I think one thing that is my weakness is alcohol so you know <laughs> the side yeah it. it's hard because
0: you're young and you're at uni and you know that's probably like the time I drank the most Yeah, um, and yeah. so I think it's quite hard because it's very much part of the university culture and the social aspect of it in fact I was doing a podcast earlier and we were talking about the similar conversation um about when we were at uni we both probably drank the most and our skin was the worst um so it is quite quite a challenging time I mean some things um I mean I don't drink that much now I drink very much in moderation I tried to kind of move away from like wines and things like that which I found my skin was very reactive especially white wine um and I moved towards things that were kind of like cleaner spirits, like gins and vodkas and, you know, with soda, soda and lime or soda and lemon and these kind of things. Because um, I felt like my skin wasn't as reactive to stuff like that, like wines and beers, you seem to get quite a lot of reaction with psoriasis. So, um yeah
1: sugars and stuff in yeah yeah totally in I know and it's like mixes that they use with their like lemonade and stuff like <laughs> that so like as you said like going for like tonic instead is yeah probably yeah. a little bit more cleaner option but yeah um, I think social aspect that can be difficult sometimes but again just having it in moderation is something that's worked for me mm-hmm. um yeah other things that I've tried I've tried other, those, those different diets as well mm-hmm. I think a lot of people go through that when they have yeah. so many out there like paleo yeah. keto diet yeah um there's so many isn't there? But I feel like the one that really worked for me was the plant-based diet mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah that's like the one I had the kind of most success with Um, well kind of with that mixed with like Pagano so I had elements of Pagano probably things that were like gut healing like so the slippery elm and psyllium husk and like these kind of like prebiotics like gut supporting um, kind of supplements like they were the kind of things that I had um But yeah so like what I mean I've obviously seen your pictures and I'll share them with people online but what was like the kind of results you saw and what were the kind of time scales you saw the results in um, from kind of trying diet?
1: Well when so I started to implement these changes around October 2019 Mm. so that's as I said before when I had the biggest Mm. Um, flare-up that was probably one of the lowest points for me like so much so that I had to take I was on my placement year so I had to take two months off of work and I think it got to a point where I was really reflecting you know put, put me down my, into my day, day-to-day day daily tasks like I woke up in the morning and I just felt oh, like yeah. I, had to, I had to get through another day and you know you've probably all experienced that and I really just took that two months to really just reset myself and just recover basically mm-hmm. and, recover. Um, and now I have as I said, my, my I have about 10% of psoriasis on my body. I have mm-hmm. stubborn patches at the bottom of my legs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm really happy with the progress that I've made. Yeah. So, um, and as I said, not just within my skin, but also within my whole lifest- lifestyle changes, okay. um, healthier, stronger, put on weight. But yeah, I think within that is just to, you know, make, just realise that it won't be smooth sailing, though there's always going to be up ups and downs and just remind yourself that not to give up keep pushing through um you will get there eventually and the time scale is so different for everyone people that have implemented diet change will see results within two weeks whereas myself I didn't see results for around four to five months
0: wow So
1: okay four to five months to see and it actually my skin actually got a lot worse before it got better Mm -hmm. which is quite common for a lot of people yeah, um yeah, the tail, yeah. t- tail signs are when your psoriasis starts to spread and it starts to become flatter and less scaly and when I saw changes like that that that's oh, what I'm happy. I was like okay yes yeah, yeah. uh, track here because you do get to a point where you're like is this working I know and it's so heartbreaking for people because they're putting in so much effort
0: they're trying really hard with diet it can be quite restrictive you know People can feel a bit isolated, but it's like you just want to say to them, like, keep keep going, keep pushing through. Don't give up like um, because you're so close to kind of overcoming that hurdle um and oh you know I just think you're going to be such an inspiration to other young people who've got yeah so much like other young people like especially that kind of age when you are socializing a lot and out partying and you know it's like I think it's good for for people to hear that you know you can do this and it is worth doing and even if you don't see results straight away I mean I was the same as you I probably had it wasn't as long as like four or five months but I didn't see really any results for two months Um, and then probably in the last month is when I saw the most results and I was completely clear by the end of the third month like I didn't have a single patch on me Um, and I've had like I mean so I've been kind of six years pretty much clear but I like I do get a little patch tiny patch on my ankle if I stray too far. <laughs> um, you know, from diet and lifestyle intervention. and um, but you know that's incredible for me because I think well, I had eighteen years where I had it like all up my arms. I had it like, you know, in my scalp at times, I had it all over my legs. I just think, you know, it's a me it's actually it bl- kind of blows my mind still even chatting to all the people I chat to it still blows my mind the huge impact that diet and lifestyle can have um on psoriasis so no it's really it's really very exciting
1: as you say that as well I think what's how as you said like it took you 18 years but yeah. I a lot more exposures so I think the the amazing thing is the way this social media's come. So yeah, it has totally. value us to really quickly grasp onto these concepts whereas 18 years ago this probably wasn't around there wasn't a no. community like that so I think that was what's really helped me the most having this knowledge already there and yeah. just asking being able to dm people and asking them like how you've come and how you've um, put in protocols and how it's helped you and of course yeah. past like you do it was really just informative and mm-hmm. I think that's the difference now between you know back when you initially had psoriasis and now totally um Mm -hmm. so that amazing in a sense the power of social media it's incredible and I think as well like I, I mean I am so because a lot of people
0: that are on social now they, it was maybe like YouTube videos I'd watched and so I had Pagano's Pican- book and then I'd seen YouTube videos with people like Matt and Hannah and um, Nick and a few others who had like started to kind of spread the word around diet and and they really inspired me. And I think the fact that so many of these people have kept going and kept sharing so many images of like before and after pictures and shared people's stories. like I think that's really empowering for anyone new who's like coming online and just in a bit of like you were, like a bit of a state of desperation where you're like, where do I go with this? and um, so I oh, know it's amazing to hear it's so cool and I'm really excited about maybe some of the stuff you might do in this area you know you're sharing your <laughs> sharing your recipes and um, yeah it's cool I think there's definitely a lot of a lot of opportunity I think you'll inspire a lot of people
1: oh thank you very much Yeah, you know, if I can just make one difference to at least one person that that's what makes me happy oh, and awesome. yeah, I just I want to be there as a support for people because I think that's the most important thing just having someone that can relate to you yeah. um you know you have your family and friends around you but um there's so much that they can relate to you because you know they haven't gone through exactly the mental side of it as well it's not just mm-hmm. like, on your skin it is a mental a mental thing too so yeah just anything if any of my recipes or any need <laughs> can reach out to anyone yeah that's that will make me really happy so yeah no that is
0: I'm sure they will I'm sure they will so if people are looking for your recipes (laughs) but if
1: people want to see how your cooking has improved where would they find you online (laughs) um I'm on Instagram it's at at Annie Sofit so it's A-N-I underscore P-S-O fit um yeah I just share my recipes and recommendations on there and anyone can message me as well so Don't be afraid to do that.
0: Oh, that's lovely. That's really sweet. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on Gutted and sharing your story and your experience and, you know, all this newfound knowledge as well that you've gained um, through this kind of what has probably been quite a year and a half really by the sounds of it (laughs) lots of ups and downs uh, lots of experience and certainly a lot of knowledge gained in a very short space of time so um I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story that's that's amazing so thank you
1: thank you so much thank you for the opportunity as well and you know what you do is really amazing just um having that those blogs there and having the podcast there just to always refer back to and reaching out to people so yeah thank you so much for having me on here as well (laughs) oh it's my pleasure